0: We're live,
1: uh, I don't even know how to start. We're both exhausted, Chris. Yeah, two totally different reasons. Yeah, <laughs> mine way more important, but all. Than yours. The, yes, yes,
0: <laughs> all, all the same. Um,
1: hey, is so? Uh, we got a special cigar today. Well, first, first. How you doing, Chris? <laughs> I'm
0: doing good, man. I'm doing good.
1: Busting your ass actually get out of all. If you notice those new TikTok videos we have going out, guys. Yeah. I'm staying busy. Keeping the bosses in stitches.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's the goal, right? Mm-hmm. The big, big guys enjoying them. So that's all that really matters. But yeah.
1: Wasn't there like an old saying in hot like keep them laughing and keep them coming back or some yeah some I'm sure I yeah know. I don't know <laughs> some Howard Hughes bullshit. <laughs> From old time, keep <laughs> yeah. him laughing, keep him coming back, and then yeah, something like it would that. Would do something inappropriate to a young starlet.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. that was that, that whole
1: movie was just him doing inappropriate things to people, and then just making a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, like the uh, what was it, the avi uh, the Avatar, the Aviator, which I've all, all those movies
0: I I need to re- rewatch because I saw them once or twice when I was a little bit younger.
1: But you talk about them, yeah. You know, Judy Garland had the worst of it yeah that poor thing first of all wasn't she like she was in her 20s I think when she did Dorothy or was she younger she was it was something weird with her age she, I yeah, thought you looked at would... him because like, I'm like yeah he definitely would know
0: <laughs> Justin how would old you was... happen to know how old Judy Garland was when she filmed Wizard of Oz yeah, yeah. She, I thought she was young I heard so many rumors like the munchkins
1: the munchkins were like a nightmare
0: yeah Cause they Can like Home Munchkins now, probably not. I mean,
1: that that, that was with her character yeah, title. Yeah. <laughs> Seventeen, she was okay.
0: Seventeen, okay. While filming, yeah, okay. But they
1: had they gave her like math and all this stuff. Yeah, poor thing. We yeah. I mean, do like that movie Blonde. Did you see that? The Marilyn Monroe. No, because
0: I heard just how bad it was, so, so I didn't really want to waste my time. It wasn't
1: that it was bad. It was just like graphic in a way where like you don't need to put this in a Marilyn Monroe movie. Like it was kind of unnecessary. Like there was like a an assault scene with like her and JFK that I'm like, I don't like this is kind of crazy. Okay, yeah. So it was like that. It was like Requiem for a Dream where it's like the movie is great, but like there's some scenes and like you don't need to pull like I know that oh, you're really
0: it was that level of Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It was there were some f-ed up scenes. Well, what's her name? She's up for an Oscar. Well, cause she did great. And the what the movie was trying to show was like this deep psychological level of like, uh, Norma Jean versus Marilyn, and how like everybody took advantage of her. Even the people who were nice took advantage. So like I get it, and most of the movie told that story. But then there were some shock scenes in there that I'm like, you could have done this in a way better way. The trailer
0: I saw, like her Anna Arma still had her accent. I feel like
1: Uh, some sometimes it slipped through, but like a lot of, of but like most of the movie you wouldn't notice. Okay. Most of the movie. I mean, I'm like sure you didn't. To if do. you didn't know that she was Cuban, yeah, and just I can't. The movie, I can't do yeah.
0: accents, so I, I'm not. I'm not one to talk. But but you know, she, she was phenomenal. She's yeah. my favorite. I love her. Yeah, that, She's honest. great.
1: But that movie was like that's what it was like, and uh, literally until like 2017, that was Hollywood. Yeah, man. And they just people just like let it happen.
0: Yeah, you kind of realize, or yeah, when <clears throat> Weinstein got arrested and caught, let's say, or like.
1: Yeah, that wasn't that long ago. And doesn't he look like the epitome of what that would have been? Like just yeah, a big I mean, ogre looking so guy. I don't know
0: if you watched Entourage. I don't know if I even asked I feel like I may have asked you this yeah, either a I thousand times or never. never. But they um the
1: one guy was supposed fun to of be him. him. The yeah. one
0: guy who, who And Doug Allen, the creators, like we were on to his bullshit way before everyone else was. Well, that's the thing is like everybody but they showed him being kind of a, an asshole, not as much as like a creep. But, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's just Did it's you see Tarantino's
1: crazy. interview on Rogan? Yeah. So when he says that there was uh, uh, the one scene in Reservoir Dogs, because that was, like, his first big movie. Uh, the, I, think, I think it was the ear-cutting scene. And they wanted him to cut it. They wanted him to cut it. That, you know, the wine scene's like, oh, it'll be so much more of a public movie if you cut it. He's like, anybody can watch this movie if you cut it? And then Tarantino just, like, wouldn't do He's like, I will walk if you make me cut this. Like, it has to be in there. And Weinstein was just like, "All right, we're gonna keep it in and just let you just like let tell people that it was a Weinstein to let you did that." And it was like he, like he had to like take back yeah. power and he's, he's like, "Oh, we let you do that." And he did that for a lot. He did it with Kill Bill. He yeah. did it with, like a lot of movies where he'd be like, "Oh, just you, you let people know that like we're the yeah. ones to let you do
0: that?" I'm, you know, I, I don't know how many people feel about Kevin Smith, but a lot of his he said whatever money he makes now post like Weinstein trials for any of the movies that, that he, he made makes, with him, he's going to now like give it. So like, I guess if DVD sales for like chasing Amy still, are yeah, <laughs> thing, but, like, I he's going to, yeah. But like any proceeds from I, uh, his films under me, I'm sure he's going to give a lot of it away, but like yeah. that's probably
1: a majority of the, of the money that he makes right now. Yeah. Now is yeah, residuals so knows, from but, like dogma and stuff. Yeah. But who knows? like Dogma was crim- criti- criminally underrated. Oh yeah. The cast. I, I think that's his best movie. Because chasing Amy wasn't really my style. Yeah, like Clerks was funny. Clerks was—I was, I guess Clerk—I
0: can't say Clerks was revolutionary. I don't know if it was because it was just black and white. <laughs> um, it was chasing funny. Amy was my style. I thought chasing Amy was cool, but Dogma was like, oh, like.
1: A He's a really then, good
0: director, yeah. like with, and he has some big names in here, yeah. like holy crap. Alan, he
1: had Alan Rickman, he had Chris Rock, yeah. he had Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon weren't like big time yet. Not, I think not they had, yet. No, I think they had they had like a juice from the what was it, the Goodwill Hunting. Good Hunting. I Hunting. Yeah. They had like that juice yeah. flowing into that movie because it was like maybe like a year or two after, a couple of years after. What was the woman? Who, she was in Dogma, but yeah, she was Linda also in Men Florentino, in Black. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. that was her name. She was good too. Yeah. Um, all right, so to the topic at hand, we got to get to some cigar talk. Um, we have a very special treat today. We do. Um, we are carrying. I don't know if we have it. Do we have it online right now? Is it is it available for purchase? I'm not sure. We could look. Yeah, they're available. All right. So the newly available Flor de Las Antillas from my father 10th anniversary. This one struck a chord with me. Before we even first of all smoking it, it's phenomenal. Um, nice and we'll get to that, but. This this, a, what size is this? This is like a Super Toro. A, yeah. I guess a Churchill, but it's like thicker than your normal Churchill. This is, what does the size say on there, Justin? What is, I'm going to 7 or 6 and like 7 eighths by 52 or something like that. I'm fucking good. <laughs> a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this one, this one hurt a little bit when they announced it because this is one of the first cigars – that someone's releasing an anniversary of, that I was in the industry when it first, first came, came out.
0: Well, now you're going to start so, seeing more of that now if they do I, 10 years, right? Yeah,
1: I, I I remember. I was working in the store. It was still two years before I worked in corporate. But I, was, I was in the store. I just graduated college. I was in the store like full time now. Um, And this cigar came out. How long were you in the two, store versus
0: corporate? Uh,
1: I'm way more in corporate now. I was in the okay. store from... 2019 to end of 14.
0: 2009
1: so, to 14. 2019. Oh, no, no really? 2000, 2009. So yeah. 2009 to 2004. So five okay. years. And now I've been now here- almost 10. I've nine years. Here, eight, eight or nine. Yeah, October of this year will be nine. Wow. Yeah. It shows. <laughs> Every gray hair, it shows. But so this came in and it was a very, very good cigar. Uh, my father was- Definitely, like, on the up and up. Like, on the up and coming. But you got to remember, this is still, like... They haven't done Las Calaveras with Crown Heads yet. Like, yeah. this is still a couple years before that. I don't think the La Bijou... Can you see when the La Bijou was released? I'm sorry, Justin. The My Father, uh, La Le Bijou, L-E-B-I-J-O-U. Um, so they were... I don't know if they were... They had done... Obviously, they had been doing stuff with... um, Pete for... A while. I don't even want to. I want to say this is. They haven't even been. They were nowhere near a force in the industry for like ten years. So like, let's say 2012. I want to say they had. They had had four or five v- noticeable years leading up to this cigar. Like people started. People knew they were the company that made Tatawahe, and Pete was a, a hit from the start. It was. It was around that time. So my father. Again, they, they were becoming a big name, but they weren't like now. They're considered a titan. They're considered like a Mount Rushmore, like an Oliva or an AJ. Mm. I'm sorry, I don't want this to go out. This is way too expensive. Uh, so at this, but at this time, so this cigar came out and it was not expensive. It was like eight or nine bucks, I think, which maybe for the at the time was expensive, but in the grants compared to other, yeah, you know, Davidoff's, Padrones, Fuentes at the time, very you know, not, not expensive at all. And it was a very good cigar. Um, it had a, a unique taste, sun, uh, sun grown Nicaraguan wrapper. Um, it didn't really taste like a lot of the other stuff that they were working with at the time. What happened then was this is when I saw the first mega influence of the list, the aficionado list. This has been out for like, not a long time. I want to say like a month or so, Yeah, but like, a decent amount of time. It would be on the shelves, and it was not moving great, but just especially our stores at that period in time weren't big on, like, pushing boutiques, and this was definitely considered a boutique for the time. But, like, we had sold a couple, maybe a, maybe a full box worth of singles in, like, a month. It was moving fine. Then the list comes out, 2012, and this gets rated number one cigar of the year. We didn't have that... F- in stock for like more than a day for over a year. Whenever it would come in, we I mean, would tell people, oh, we got the photos on TS, it would sell out. Really? Yeah. That's what happens. That's what happens. And this, and I don't even know what the website was doing at that time. That's before my time on, on our website. Um, I doubt they even had it on there. I doubt they were even able to keep it on there at all. I doubt they even yeah. bothered to put it on the website. But and that's the cigar that I think you know what built their foundation was Tatawahe. what built their brand was my father but what built their company was florida las Antillas because that is still a huge seller to this day and so now in the year of our lord 2023 which i guess i guess this was probably announced last year so it counts uh they released this for their the 10th anniversary. Um, this is an expensive cigar. <laughs> yeah. So first I'm going to go over the, we'll go over the blend Nicaraguan Puro, but it's a higher priming on the sun grown wrapper. So it's a little bit fancier, a little bit harder to get. I have a little bit of wrapper tearage here, but these were sent to us uh, like just three individual ones wrapped in like bubble wrap. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to put that on, on the, uh, on the company there um, on my father. Um, it's this Toro size. Mine tastes phenomenal, and so far, the burn is excellent. How do you like this?
0: Yeah, I think this is the most... Sorry. <laughs> this is the most expensive cigar I smoked. Um, really? Uh, yeah. I can't, I'm
1: trying to think. I mean, um, I definitely had... You were
0: gracious s- enough to give me, like, an a one-off when I first started here, and I mean...
1: That. that was a bribe to get you to my side against, yeah. <laughs> against, against Greg, and it worked. Because
0: Greg wouldn't um, give those to anybody. No, he wouldn't. Um, but I'm really enjoying the size. I know, like, last episode, I'm not comparing it to it. Like, I, how I said I wasn't the biggest fan of Lancero's, and this isn't really compared to it. Like, But I really enjoy the size. I mean, we did some test blends. We smoked some test blends for a project, and we've been talking about the Churchill and that. So, like, this size, I'm really – I'm really enjoying more, um, and so far it doesn't like taste. There's no bitterness to it. I, um, I think your wrapper issue, like you said, has to do with how it was packaged, possibly. Yeah, and, and, because, and that's not from them. Yeah, though. no, because like this is wrapped phenomenally, and it just yeah. has that nice like sheen to it. Yeah. So um, it's I'm very enjoying it. you get,
1: I'm getting a lot of nuts.
0: Yeah. Are you getting nuts? Yeah, I'm getting like woody, wood, yeah, like woody, woods, yeah, woodsy um, aroma to it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. Are you having you're having a coffee with oh, I, Yeah, coffee is well. I finished yeah, my so coffee, but I think this would taste great. But you yeah. just had another one. Yeah, just uh hit, hit stop and me go get coffee. Just, yeah. But no, I, I'm enjoying it and I like the band.
1: Yeah, so it's it's reminiscent. Yeah. And I of, love like it's you know,
0: it had a foot band too. If you want like 10-year, if you guys want to punch into that, 10-year
1: 2022. What so. kind of box does it coming? What does a box look like? I have the website pulled up. But I am curious about the price because it, that he's saying it's the same blend but a slightly higher priming. Yeah, the This, price is, this looks, cigar is $40. Yeah. Um, which, listen, quality product, anniversary product, I'm all for that. We had a $35 or $36 Davidoff for the JR 50th. But if you're saying that this is the same blend as a cigar – that you sell for $9, but it has a slightly better wrapper. There's gotta be some other stuff going on. I don't know if maybe they've been aging this for a while. That's where the real, that's where a lot of money, people think that the money factor comes into like quality. These farms don't make any bad quality tobacco. Like they're not growing. Oh, here's our shit field. This is just where we grow this for yeah. like our cheap stuff. And it's all yeah, like sure bad seeds. That, it's yeah. all, it's all quality tobacco. The money comes in. First of all, and, the work I've been doing the past few years really opened my eyes to this packaging. Yeah, packaging can be a bitch. and when you are coming in box of twelve individual coffins, and also that that box that it comes in ain't cheap. Yeah, that's not just your basic wooden box. Um, these are nice bands; they're like embossed. It's got you got the the silk foot band, all this stuff. So it's that's you know money adds up in the packaging definitely. But I would have to also anticipate that it's the the aging is where you see a lot of your investment going um that's certainly the case with padrone i know like that's a big reason why you see such a price jump from your padrone original series to your padrone 64s your 26s your family reserves they all use very similar tobacco padrone doesn't have 15 different fields they kind of utilize the same tobaccos in different combinations but also with different aging they have the most extensive aging facilities uh, in the industry and people they have invested more in aging age tobacco than anyone else i think the stat is that if for some reason there was a drought or something and they had a they could not grow any more tobacco they have enough sitting on in age to do full productions on every one of their cigars for like another three or four years so like that's where your money goes mm-hmm. you're you you got to maintain it check it rotate it and also You know, you're spending money to grow it, cultivate it, and then you're sitting on that for three or four years. you got to see a return on your investment. So that's why, you know, it's also now a higher quality product. So that's where the money goes. So I'm imagining that besides the higher priming on the wrapper, these tobaccos have been aged more than your normal uh, Florida Las Antillas. Uh, I do like it. I do like it better. I think it is better. But the Florida Santillas is a great smoke. Yeah, I've had that a few times. I've really enjoyed it. It's gonna be Man, a real shame. Is, uh, if this if this wrapper becomes a situation, it's gonna be a real shame. It, again, it, it's not the company's fault. Yeah. It's just, a friend of ours shipped these to us wrapped in like just three cigars with a and bubble wrap yeah, bag with so another. Yeah, with I'm surprised b- that like it's actually holding up this well. Yeah. Um what are some expensive cigars I've smoked? Definitely, there's, there's a bunch of Opus. I had a... Well, yeah. How much? I, I had a Forbidden 13 once. How many? How much do Opuses go for? In reality, they're really not that bad if you get them from like... Like when we get them in our stores here, we sell them for exactly MSRP. So a regular Opus, like a Bellicoso or one of those, you should get it for like between $15 and $17. Okay. It's not crazy. But most places just upcharge because they know they're going to sell it, yeah. so it's going to be twenty or twenty. They upcharge
0: everywhere. I, I remember. I, th- I think I've said this before. I was I visited my buddy out in California, <clears throat> and we went to like a, a smoke shop, and he was like, "Why don't you get your?" Because I was going to bring out cigars there, but I was still kind of like weary. Like, can I fly with them or not? I don't know why I, I second no, they're guessed arrest myself. You. The marshals. Not even that. I don't even know why I second guessed myself because I've. <clears throat> Like three years ago, I went to Tampa uh, Cigar Bash and came home with a bunch of cigars. Yeah, I was like, yeah, but he also is not a cigar smoker, and then you know, I didn't know how much time we'd have for one. But he's like, oh, want you, you know, want you get one, and I'll see if I want one. I was like, all right. So we went to a head shop and went to a head shop or a smoke shop. Not a head, sorry, a smoke shop. And um, sure,
1: it sounds like you. Maybe well, you definitely went, went to a few there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds like you maybe went to the <laughs> other one.
0: <laughs> but um. They had like Camachos for 17 bucks.
1: Mm-hmm. California doing it.
0: Yeah, and now nothing, it's not nothing against Camachos, but I've never seen them that price. So I was like, they're not supposed to be that price. Do I do it? And I was like, eh. Except no. for the
1: original Camacho Triple Maduro in its original format, that's what it was. It was a very luxury smoke at the time. And it was like $11, $12 10 yeah. years ago. But that was its purpose was to be, it had this, oh, it was beautiful. I think Linda and Paramus has like, A couple left. Really kept Yeah, dude. dude, Those things were nice. Those things were monsters. Um, but I mean the open the the Fuente store in Vegas. Again, you're paying you're paying Vegas casino prices because it's in like this. You know how the the shops at Caesars or like the whatever I think it's called the shops at Caesars. They have all these like luxury stores, which is odd enough because I think you can actually if you go to like the Rolex store, I think you get a better price on a Rolex there than you normally would. But at the Casa Fuente store, everything is just jacked up. Um, the Casa the Casa Fuente, like their in-house blend, that's really only supposed to be available there, but they've been shipping it out a little bit. Those are $30. I had a forbidden 13 that I think was probably like $35. bucks. i definitely had some expensive Cubans. I've had some Cohibas that were up there. Oh, like wow. $50, $60. Um, oh, I, oh, I had, I had the Partagas 150 one time. That was $150 that they, the guys from General gave me. wasn't worth it. I've said that before. Jesus. Well, no, this so the, the 150 has an interesting story. It was a good cigar that was released, I want to say in the 80s or the 90, early 90s. Um, I don't know what the original price was, but it wasn't like obnoxiously expensive. But it used, I want to say it was a certain type of Cameroon wrap or certain type of tobacco. And then one of the hurricanes came through and like destroyed the area that grew that tobacco. So they literally couldn't grow it anymore. So over time, whatever 150s they had left just kept going up in price, up in price, up in price. And they were all aging. So by the time I started working in the store in 2009, 2010, they were already – it was $150 for a part 150. And they came in like a wood coffin. Um, I smoked one and they they gave me one in Vegas. But the problem is, is that a cigar that at that point it was aged for you know 20 years, there was nothing left. Do you it's, ever get you know, like
0: – I would be intimidated, not intimidated, but smoking a cigar, even like this, I feel like obligated to finish it or like smoke a lot of it because it's, it's, it's the experience, right? And especially if you're paying for it. The 150, like, did you feel like the ob- like obligation? I was pretty drunk. Okay. So you don't remember yeah. much of it. I mean, I, I wasn't drunk when I started smoking. I was drunk <laughs> okay. when I finished. Do you remember most? Like,
1: I just remember it being nothing. It was like smoking clean air. Um, but I told the guys that, too. I'm, and and I'm, I'm like, this is... You, when but do you feel
0: obligated, though, like, to...
1: I mean, I finished it that night, but it, it, it wasn't harsh or anything. It was just, <clears throat> yeah. when you have aged a cigar for that long, there's nothing left. There, yeah. The flavor is, you know, whatever made that flavorful and unique is gone. Um,
0: there is sweet- a, there's
1: a shelf life on, okay. especially fuller-bodied, more robust cigars. There is a shelf life. It, it'll always be smokable, but in terms of, like, when you should... Smoke it. Something that's like really full and has a lot of flavor. No more than like seven years after that it starts to lose now those first seven years it'll really round out nicely the rough edges will be taken out the flavors will mesh well together between the filler, the binder, and the wrapper kind of like what they did with the ALR so Rocky like uses aged tobacco then rolls it into the cigar then lets the cigars sit for two years so those, those flavors really mesh well but seven, eight years, I'm talking about a fully rolled cigar. Maybe not individual tobaccos, but seven, eight years is whatever made it special, is, starts to, you start to lose it. And so uh, like a, a, a opus after 10 years, there's nothing left that makes it an opus. The, the spice, the intensity, the nuttiness, all that is gone. And you're, you're talking about a very smooth cigar, which is fine but I can also get a very smooth cigar for 10 bucks. That's not aged. You know, that's a, that didn't didn't have to cost me an arm and a leg.
0: How long, what's your sweet spot for um, aging cigars? Like if you get a cigar and obviously it depends on the state of the cigar that when you get it, but like how long do you usually age it for? I don't
1: really pay attention that much. I, I used to, I used to have like charts and like I would keep dates and everything. Now I just have my humidors with my Boveda packs and I just have so many at home that it's just like uh, i don't know i know i have some wensays in there that i want to say i got in like 2014 those are probably probably the oldest ones i have in my humidors at home from like it was like one of my first i just got my first big like humidor like big Mm -hmm. like pelican case and i had gone up to do something with Nick, like the for the first time I was yeah. filming up in Connecticut. And I had gotten like a – like he gave me like a box of Wednesdays and I gave some out to people and then I had like 10. And I think I still have like two or three of those okay. left.
0: So next month is my – is two years since I've had the original uh, Mother Church. Like – and I'm just trying to hold on to that so I just don't run out of it personally. But would you like – am I overaging it, you think, or am I – taking away from some of it by not smoking it like
1: uh, well mother church or like uh, any of the 50s well, because I we're just, coming up on two years i now. have two that i just discovered in my humidor that are the white band test samples that he sent me and i even remember where i, wa- I was having a drink with um tall ryan in october of 20 and it was like the first time we like went out uh, for uh, a drink yeah. and everything and i had gotten these i'm like dude let's go i want to have the cigar as a sample I still have two of those left, and that's so that's two years. Two, yeah, almost two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! So the fiftieth was two years ago, twenty twenty one, right? Holy
0: shit! So this month, right? Didn't yeah. you start in February?
1: Oh my God!
0: <laughs> right? You started uh. in February because we were two still <laughs> years. Because we were still. It was when not everyone was in coming into the office. Yeah, so remember the August? I mean? August of twenty twenty one is when everyone started coming in regularly. When did he start? September. Of twenty one of t- October, of t- October of twenty one. Oof! Yeah, he was on the he was tail tail end of the twentieth of an- uh, the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah.
1: God, I can't believe that was too. Because March years was ago.
0: was Crown Heads, right? Wasn't that yeah. one of the first ones?
1: I or was the, it last April? year Last year was like a blur.
0: Okay. Last
1: year I just don't remember. Like the fiftieth year, I remember because I was like constantly doing these yeah. things. Last year I I don't think like, I remember. Anything. Just burnt out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. dude. I was burnt out, and then next year I'm gonna be burnt out from this yeah. freaking year. So I, yeah. I get every other year I get like a burnout. Yeah. Year, right? like, I'm not doing anything this year. Just leave me alone. Um, but yeah,
0: so like the, I guess stuff like that. Like I I don't know if I have. I definitely don't have cigars from when I first started here. Over the past weekend was four years here since I've been here. That's nuts. Oh. I don't have anything from like that, like 2019, 2020, really. Maybe some because before like COVID hit, like we stocked up on stuff.
1: Yeah, and then well, and then we, but I like then we got like a. I, well, see, you were just like started, and uh, like they, I, I had gotten a bunch of stuff. Like, like most of my humidor fills are from like boxes that people were sending me during that like the yes. those pandemic times. Yeah, like, they were yeah. just sending me Greg, boxes yeah. of stuff.
0: Because Greg shot stuff at his house, yeah. Yeah, he had to shoot yeah. at his. Like we got um, the t- the
1: top fives would get sent. Yes, to yeah. His house. Yeah. God, that was a weird time, huh? That was such. That was the weirdest. That was such a weird time. Um. Oh, and by the way, happy birthday to Justin! It was his birthday this weekend. Yep. <laughs> uh,
0: that's yeah. That's most, the most he's
1: going to get from me. Uh, <laughs> God, uh, the mother Church is one. Or like any yeah. from the
0: 50th, let's say, because it's been like two years. Like
1: It depends. I, I think it's entirely blend dependent. Okay. So like the Davidoff one is good one to let sit. The Wagyu is good to let sit because they're darker, they're heavier. Um, Something like the Mother Church is a cigar that I'll just smoke right now. Yeah. And that's what I say about Padrones to people. Oh, I've been aging this Padrone for like five years. I'm like, no, Padrones, a cigar like that that, that that's that expensive and has that kind of story – uh, they made that for you to smoke like now um an opus perfect conditions i would like the an opus for a year yeah a one-year opus there's there's nothing like, yeah. it. like that's that's the sweet spot but it's entirely dependent upon the blend and your preference some people like uh just intense like an intense oily opus out of the box that just like, has made people throw up i've seen it i've seen people throw up from that cigar that's how strong it could be out of the wow. box i think i gave you one didn't i give you one once
0: we smoked one in the lounge. Yeah,
1: we had like a day off, and like we came. Yeah, 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 and it was
0: before paint was here. Mm-hmm. We had a day off, and we had a few drinks, and you were like, "It was my first Opus. It was hands down the best cigar." I, ever I think I,
1: gave, I think I gave you one out of my that that was like yes a, yeah a year, which I appreciate so yeah. Um, they're great out of the box, but they're just like much more. Have you ever smoked one right out of the box? Oh yeah, I'll and how
0: about. how did you handle it? I, don't
1: know, I mean, I have a, a constitution of a of a steel ship. <laughs> When it comes to cigars, if I have anything with too much, too many jalapenos, yeah, yeah I'm out of count. But no, I don't remember the last time a cigar like really made me. Ooh, yeah. Maybe like uh, the brimstone, the Jacob's ladder brimstone. Yeah. that was oh a my lot. God. That was just a lot. But he did that on purpose. That was one of my
0: favorite first memories working here, the podcast when <laughs> you guys were smoking it in our old setup. I don't know if you were like tuned up from it, Greg for sure oh, was because yeah. he went downstairs he's like i can't function the rest of the, <laughs> the rest of the day it was funny
1: yeah there was a while where he uh robert was just like focused on like just like pure like horsepower in a cigar What well,
0: are those cigars besides a brimstone that he did Well, I mean, the jacob's
1: ladder original one was just pretty yeah that, pretty yeah. F- yeah strong too um maybe back so back in the day like the el rico habano like uh the oh, original yeah. The original, uh, you get me one of those stuff. and you're
0: like, dude, like, be the, prepared.
1: The original, the original Awico Habano was like sit down. Um, a lot of the La Flor Dominicana stuff I remember, um, like the chapter one and even like the double ajero Maduro and the chisel, those were just big, oily, like, like, like oily cigars, parting as black, oil. Like, you know, they had a shine to them. And they were very smoky and very heavy. But there's also a difference between it being smoky and heavy and then having like a lot of nicotine strength. Mm-hmm. Those little floors had a lot of nicotine. That brimstone had a lot of nicotine. Because yeah. you're able to make a blend that has like rich, nice flavors or, or heavy flavors, or you know, a lot of flavor on the palate, but doesn't have a lot of nicotine strength to it. Then you can also do one that has you know, minimal flavor, smooth, creamy, but can pack a little bit of a wallop. It's again, I, I could be sneaky, but uh no, the 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 El Ricos were very strong. Opus out of Opus out of the box is just nicotine gotcha. with a with a band on it. Those things are just, whew. and that was like the first time that that was done. That's like for a Dominican cigar. That that's why it was so trendy. It's because it was so strong. Think of like how they have all these, this liquor now, it's like barrel proof or the, the, whatever it is where it's like stronger on age, like raw, you know, but this was like that, but classy. Classier. Yeah. But I'm telling you, you put a, that's why I really like the Opus Angel Share. If you ever find one, the, uh, the Angel Share is essentially like, at least to my palate, just like a smooth, like a smoothened out Opus. It's like an Opus blend that's been aged for like a year. Um, they have some crazy opus now. They have the one in like Dubai. That's like a couple hundred hours oh, each God. cigar.
0: Yeah, you know it's going to – out there it's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, this weekend is the Super Bowl, and I think some people are so, – and two days after that is Valentine's Day. But quickly, I know we do our own show, Picks with Sticks. Are you, you having any cigars prepped for the Super
1: Bowl? Nah. Nah, do you nah, – like, you, I'm, you, I'm not going to go anywhere that's going to like let me smoke them. Okay. If I go anywhere, I'll go to like my buddy's house, and like, hey, and you won't smoking. smoke outside yeah. or anything. Like, I unfor- I actually that- don't have any. Fr- like, there's people, like a lot of people, people in this industry that we work with, or uh, just customers that have like you know man cave, like rooms in their house where they like could smoke cigars. I don't know anybody whose family would let them smoke a cigar in the house. Uh, that must. So be I remember crazy. when I f- when I
0: first <laughs> when I first started working here, I was. Um, I went to my dad's house and we he, uh, it was cold out and he's like do you want to smoke in here I was like um and he didn't know much about cigars. I was like you know you don't really have a fan in your house anywhere like a ceiling fan I was like you can crack a window but it's cold out and he's like no we will you know we'll do it so we're sitting there smoking and he's like yeah no uh we can't be doing this because <laughs> yeah. then your whole house smells like it you know um, but yeah like like it I don't in- have a man I don't have a man cave in my Little box apartment to smoke. I, if it's nice out, I'll go out to like the. I guess you call it like a terrace by the grills, and I'll smoke. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I um, I don't know. I don't really usually smoke during the, maybe understand. halftime show, depending on who it is. Like last year, I didn't really. Last year's halftime show was pretty awesome. This year, Rihanna,
1: like she's cool. Like I like her, but dude, I don't the halftime show. I could. I need to I don't mean this. I was not like an old man, but even when like Bruce Springsteen, like the Who played, I'm like. Yeah, like, they sound... That's the thing. I'll go to a live concert. I don't want to watch a live performance on TV because I'm like, it sounds better on the album, and I'm not there. So I don't get the excitement of being there in person. And auditorially, I'm getting a worse-sounding version than if I just put it on Spotify. Yeah. So, like, what am I... What well, no well, I don't care. It, yeah. now, it's, she, oh, she has like a cool guest pop up. Or well, last know. year
0: I liked it because it was Snoop, Dr. Dre, Kendrick, Eminem.
1: Well, I, I, so I know, I, Eminem was was there, I know Eminem was there last year, so I was wondering if she was if she does that one song. Oh, she might uh, with That'd Eminem be, yeah. if he came. Yeah, he might be the only person to do it two years in a row. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, he should do. it two I don't years know who Jay Z. Maybe and didn't he do it last year too? Was he on? No, that group? no, because no. it was more last year. It was like West Coast. it was like West Coast, like West Coast but then. It was
0: Dr. Dre's like people he brought up kind of thing.
1: Who were they giving for, shit to? I remember they were giving shit to somebody last year because they they like gained weight. Was it Fifty Cent?
0: Yeah, they were making fun of him because he looked like big, but it's like he was just like yoked. Yeah, like mm. I think some people look so big that they do look. I guess you can call them fat, but like he's just like mm. jacked up, you know. Um, what are your are you,
1: snacks? What are you? What are the snacks? So
0: you every year I go to my in laws and we have a standard of like who makes what. I'm still doing the buffalo chicken dip. Um, but my friend gave my uh my mom a Philly cheesesteak slider recipe. Mm-hmm. And my mom made it this weekend for like my stepdad and his buddies. And she said it just like it it was as a major success. So I might want to do that as well. My brother-in-law makes um chicken wings. And her Jess's dad is a fucking he worked in a butcher shop, so he can make any type of steaks or meats or anything like that like it's all a bunch of finger food you know because it's a big family so like it's a bunch of food but only a little bit of uh only a small majority of us watch the game everyone else is kind of like i don't i don't really care you know right they might like the halftime show because rihanna is uh, you know might you know she'll be there but like last year's halftime show like none of the all the kids were like who are these old people (laughs) you know So so i
1: found out and i guess i don't know if this is common knowledge or not but that like they don't pay the people to like play the halftime show. Like the musicians have to pay for all that themselves. And it's supposed to be like a form of advertising. Oh man.
0: Yeah. I didn't know that. Like,
1: that's what I heard that like the NFL is not like, Oh, we're going to give you like 500 grand to come do our show. It's like, they actually have to put up the money themselves. I think I heard that because the weekend two years ago, Mm.
0: he had a really like cool halftime show. And everyone, and then I think he said like, he tweeted out like that was self-funded or it costed almost a million dollars. I was like,
1: damn. That makes sense, though. But it's like, here's the thing, though, dude. If you're Eminem, Snoop Dogg, like, I'm not investing a million dollars to, like, get my name out there. I'm Eminem.
0: Yeah. I'm Rihanna.
1: Why would I spend this money? Like, you pay, you want the presence of me. Like, you're you're at a level where, like, you don't need to. Yeah, I agree. You know, this is not like I'm some acoustic guitar player and they're like, oh, you know, you got to bring your own sound system. You can come play at our bowling alley. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like this is a Super Bowl. You and want the next me to play. year or two?
0: I would like to see a, like, a rock and roll act. I guess like I don't know.
1: They've all done it. Who hasn't done Foo, it? Foo, yeah, yeah. Foo Fighters has done it. They've done it. Coldplay did it. That one really did weird they? year. Okay. They, they did it really. It's like a weird. do it with Beyonce. It. I think they did it with Beyonce. Yeah, you know yeah. yeah. Maroon Five. They should do. It. You know who? Black Keys aren't big enough. You know who should do it? Who? Nickelback. Oh. That'd yeah. be the ultimate way to welcome yeah. them back into our arms. They're like, hey, we're sorry. We hated you. Yeah, when you guys just put out like really cool music for a while. Like, My we're buddy just gonna, Steve
0: is the biggest fan, and he's like, "I never understood the hate." And even Chad Kroger's like, "I didn't, I don't get it. I don't
1: understand it." Imagine like if they I, I bring back like an, Creed. <laughs>
0: if they, Creed Nickelback
1: throws the, the like, Creed should do what they did. I think it was at at like Dallas. a was it yeah Thanksgiving game. Yeah, that was the yeah when they had like the guy flying around. Yeah, let's <laughs>
0: I know Barstool does a – they have a bowl game now, which is the, pretty dope. Uh, w- weren't they like the, the halftime act
1: of the bowl game this past year, like last year? I don't know. I if, think
0: Portnoy was like pushing for it. I was like, that's great.
1: I know that uh, Big Cat sang the national anthem at like the Arizona Bowl or whatever it was. Um, They're awesome. <laughs> they're yeah. my favorite. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I, dude, I just – I'm actually – I'm more excited for this Super Bowl. I could only, I would only be more excited if the Giants were in it. Um because I like really followed football intensely. Yeah. And so like I know all of like the things going what's on in this game, now. like what's happening, like what's going on. But you stake? can watch
0: it and be like and, and enjoy it and understand it now. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: And you know what? And you got, I can I still, feel still like be completely have, taken by surprise. Because like, yeah. you think you know what's gonna
0: happen and I feel like you have a little more invested in this Super Bowl than most why? because you had Jalen Hurts as your quarterback in fantasy and you didn't do bad this year at all. Well, you thought you did, but you you had the like you were a game under me. I think you were eight 8 and 6 maybe like yeah. you weren't bad at all and then you've been following the Kelsey brother podcast and like Kansas City you know when they're in the Super Bowl like three times out of 6 years or like they're constantly there i just feel like if you follow football in general you just you're just going to know about them so
1: yeah i just uh... <laughs> It's so weird because you wouldn't think so because it's like it's like the Chiefs. Everyone knows that like the past few years, like the Chiefs had just been this titan. Yeah, but they actually do look, with the exception of like Mahomes and Kelsey, they do look like overmatched by the Eagles because the, the Eagles are so good in like
0: yeah. every
1: position. But at the end of the day, it's Jalen Hurts is young. What is he? Twenty four. He's in the Super Bowl now in Arizona, and he's going up against arguably the greatest talent we've ever seen at quarterback. Uh, and in terms of stats, Tom yeah. no one's going to get Tom Brady seven Super Bowls or six Super Bowls with one team or, or whatever he did there. But in terms have, of like the the first five years of of Brady's career compared to Mahomes is like not even close. Yeah. Mahomes like blows him out of the water. I would really like to have seen, and I don't know if this is
0: a good comparison, but like um, Michael Vick, like how if he could have stayed out of trouble and healthy, how he would have turned out. The dog on shame. Is a dog gone shame, <laughs> but yeah. No, do you uh, do you make any food? Like, do you watch it with friends or family? Ah, so
1: I don't know what I'm doing this year. Usually I went to my buddy's parents' house. That's even what I did. So last year I moved out the day before the Super Bowl. Is what it what was my move out day. Yeah. And the next day I was back there watching it. I uh, have no plans yet. I yeah. mean, d- dude, it's sandwiched in between. I have a birthday party in New York City on Saturday, and then I have Valentine's Day on Tuesday. So like, I don't know. I don't yeah. even know. <laughs> yeah. I definitely. I have to watch like. If this was any other year, I'd be like, ah, I don't really need to watch it. I'll just stay yeah, home and chill. This you have year. to, but this year, I'm like, no, nah, I need to watch yeah. it. But the, my problem is I don't have cable. Mm. But does Fox have like an app? If I stole my parents' like Optimum,
0: I think they Fox might.
1: Fox has an app. They or, might. Like I know CBS does. There's got to be a way for Fox to have yeah. one. Yeah, there, there has to be
0: ways to, to stream it. it so they can just
1: get, yeah, like, you know, the numbers. Worst case scenario, I'll go to my parents. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I don't know if uh, Deb's going to want to watch it or not. I'll ask her. Um, but maybe or maybe just go to she go, go out for buddies. the company, yeah, yeah. But also, like, dude, she's this is like a big time season for her company, so she's like exhausted. Like, she's passing out like early, yeah. and then it's a Sunday night, and I'm like, yeah. it's gonna go till ten, ten thirty. Don't worry. I saw about
0: somewhere, it. I, I, Justin, c- could you look it up really quickly? There's a town or a city that's looking to uh, make it official the day after the Super Bowl, like a, as a holiday. If you could look it up, I don't know if it's, it has to be in the United States. I don't know, I, I don't know why I thought Canada for some reason, but there's somewhere, I don't know if it's, because
1: they're always looking for a reason not to yeah, work. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't know if it's in the Midwest. I, I don't know why I think Missouri, Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. They're looking.
1: So, like, listen, I'm all for any extra holiday we get. My thing is like, I mean, like you stay out a little bit later and, like, you have the food. I don't think I've ever been to a Super Bowl where people were getting, like, banged up. No. At, like, it's not like New Year's. No, because – Like, everyone, who's, who's, like, getting hammered no one, watching no the one. Super Bowl? Uh, no one. Even, like, when I was living
0: in college – like, down in college, like, I wasn't – like, it was never everyone getting blasted. Like, I remember the one year, 2011, I was down there for the Giants' second Super Bowl – I went to my buddy's house. It was just him, myself and his mom watching the game. And it was not like we were not like I wasn't right. drinking like that. Yeah, I don't know anyone who does unless I don't know if the Giants like if the Giants were in the Super Bowl and if I was 10 years younger, dude, I would probably be like I'm going to take off Monday. I watched just the Giants in case.
1: and drank. Like I was in college the last time the Giants were in the Super yeah, Bowl and you still was 2000- went to class. Yeah, like, and yeah. I didn't even get. It was still a Sunday night, and I'm still like, it's just look at it. Like, it's just the only time I get drunk for football is a tailgate.
0: Yeah, that's
1: really it. The time to get what's up to the tailgate. Philadelphia, you think, it. You think the,
0: city of Philly? the city of Philly? Oh yeah, yeah. I think oh yeah. yeah. Well, that you saw them when they went to the Super Bowl. They were climbing uh, light posts, and the woman fell, when she was. Face, like she was still streaming it live. Like it was, it was funny, but yeah, I think
1: I felt really either bad. city
0: that's in the Super Bowl, I think is going to go crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean,
1: I felt really bad for uh there's one, there's a bar in Philly. I read an article today that for like years has been like a Kansas city chiefs, like fan bar. In Philly? In Philly. Yeah, because sometimes you like, dude. There's I mean, a, no, Well,
0: there's a Miami Dolphins bar in Jersey. Yeah, like right over Sometimes It's like a guy starts a bar and yeah. like, we know that the is I think it's called, like, like Miami Mike's or something, or it used to be like. Oh, that.
1: Uh, right up the street here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miami, yeah. Miami Mike's. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was Miami. Yeah, it's closed down now. Yeah. That place was trash, I went there. Oh, no. I went there one time because
0: my coworker was a. <laughs> this is when I was in high school. <laughs> I was working at Wendy's. My coworker was a massive Dolphins. You worked at Wendy's? Yeah, over at Route 15. I never knew you worked at Wendy's. Yeah, that's fine secret Chris, no, but uh, the, <laughs> so, the Route 15 one. I don't know if you pass it coming home from your parents' house.
1: Yeah, yeah, most likely. Yeah, yeah I like, worked there. Yeah I, yeah, I worked
0: there, and my one coworker. When you work at Wendy's, your coworkers could be <laughs> 40 or he was. Yeah. I think yeah. 22, 23. Yeah. He's like, come on to my, come on over to the bar. Let's watch the Dolphins Steelers like 2006 playoff game, 2007. I was young. I obviously couldn't drink. He was. Blasted and the Dolphins ended up winning. But yeah, it was such a a hole in the wall bar. But like all it's just where all yeah. Dolphins fans like yeah, reside. So but you're saying there is it kind of something like that where there's just Yeah, c-
1: but this so and and they usually do like a Super Bowl party where they do it like, you know, like all so like yeah. when the, when the Super Bowl a couple years Cause normally it didn't matter. Yeah. This year they're closing down that day they're like yeah we just uh that's smart well uh, they were gonna do this an in indoor thing but then when they sold their, their tickets too fast and like their regulars were like oh we want to come watch the game there they were like guys we can't do like a big thing like because no like, matter in what city, like, no we,
0: matter what happens you're like, getting I like
1: passionate fans but can you imagine a fan of another team like literally being afraid that, oh, like you're gonna oh. like you're gonna Molotov cocktail their bar Only because in of this? Philadelphia man. I know, I know.
0: Nowhere else. I'm sorry.
1: Nowhere else. Only in Philadelphia. It's so weird. Like, yeah, even Boston. Like if there was like a Yankees bar in Boston and they were like in the, yeah. the playoffs, yeah. Like there's no like threat there. They no. might like heckle you or something. But there's Boston no, like, fans threat.
0: can't be too can't be that chaotic because they've had so much success since 2000. Mm-hmm they've just on all all of their sports. Uh, I don't really follow hockey, but all of their sports they've just had success. So you really don't have, you know, Philly has just been uh, never won anything and then the Eagles won, the Phillies are good, the Sixers are okay, I guess, like so you're going to get that like yeah. oh every year we might be somewhere but New York
1: not- has bad fans for its players. Like New York yeah. fans will boo you right away yeah. even if like you're their guy. Like they'll but in terms of fans for like opposing teams, like Philadelphia is by far, yeah. every time you hear like uh, like an incident, mm-hmm. it's always an Eagles fan, it's a Phillies yeah. fan, it's a Flyers fan. Sunday,
0: I was watching the Knicks Sixers game, um, and Philly was up by like 21, and everyone was saying, um, they, Philly fans were chanting, Fly Eagles, fly in the garden. And the Knicks ended up coming back and winning at the end of the game. Everyone was like, Eagles suck. I loved it. But, like, they, the commentators were saying, like, if you wear that orange and blue and white, if you play for the Knicks and you don't do well, like, the fans will let you know. Mm. And I feel like that's, that's a lot. That's New York. Like, New York is very, like – Very like you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. That's there's no truer statement as an athlete in New York. I think that's why,
1: especially in baseball, like the biggest stars always come from New York because. If we get you on the team and you're not good, they will boo you out yep. of here. So like there's only a certain amount of you have to be a megastar to yeah. be successful you in a New York have, in
0: like a New York team. You have to have thick skin, man. Like, yeah. like truly like you look at
1: Geno Smith, who's having like a career like a, a total career now in the Seahawks. Wasn't he like our first round pick for the Jets? Wasn't he like a first second round pick? Yeah. And they literally, they boo these guys Even out of Rex, town.
0: Rex Ryan was like, yeah, when we had him as a rookie, he, was, uh, he wasn't he was that good. And we had him for a few years. Eh. And he's like, I can't. He's like, I could sit here and say, oh, this is, I saw this in him when he was a rookie. But I didn't. <laughs> he's playing lights out. I, I love Rex Ryan's honesty. But but it's true. Like, yeah, Jets have been kind of um, bad luck with that. But then when he was on the Giants, like, they benched Eli for him to start. And he... Didn't play well at all, <laughs> like, for it's the New Giants. York, so, yeah.
1: It's New York. If they, and you know what? If they brought him back next year, he still wouldn't.
0: I don't think he wouldn't do it. Well, I, I just think
1: New York, and especially Jets fans.
0: Jets fans never forget. I'm very interested to see what they do. They you never know. forget. It is. It is. But no, it's a fun-filled weekend coming yeah. up. Um, yeah. I'm going to try and try to enjoy a cigar Sunday, like, depending on how the score is. I don't see it being a blowout, but... You never know.
1: Um, um, I see it I th- only being a blowout. There's like a few different scenarios. Mahomes gets hurt, so they can't put up any oh, yeah. points, or Mahomes is just has a you know because let's let's face it, the the Eagles have one of the better defenses, like one of the best defenses. But the, my man Nick Wright was breaking it down today. He's like they faced three like v- above average to so very good quarterbacks this year in like Dak. Rodgers, and, like, one other guy, the Eagles. And all three of them scored, like, yeah. 33 points or more against this defense. So, like, a like against Mahomes. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, we'll we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. And also, don't let the score of that 49ers game fool you. They didn't really produce a lot on offense. Mm-hmm. There was a ton of penalties. They got almost 100 yards in penalties. And, your Super,
0: and the Super Bowl game isn't really... Like any other game, it's you not, know, it's not. there's that. The Half time yeah. is extended. The intro is a little, it takes a little bit longer to get on the field. Like, so, like if you're used to a time, like your flow, and like if you're a very, like, what is it? Um, superstitious person that could, th- yeah, like, fuck up your, like, flow. I think
1: anybody, if you're a good enough player, like, anybody can win a Super Bowl under like the right circumstances, but there's also a lot of people who could win if they get out to an early lead, but if they come out at a halftime and they're down by 14, there's, they're they're just done. It's a super bowl. You're down by 14. It starts eating in your head. Um, Tom Brady was able to win just because he's like, I've been here nine times. Like this is, uh, you could do anything nine times. (laughs) Exactly. You know what I mean? If you do something eight times, (laughs) you'll be successful. It's not, it's not weird anymore. It's not like, Like, Oh yeah, I to do this eight times, but no, it should be interesting. We'll see. Um, very exciting. Yeah. Um, all right. That's all we got for today. It's kind of uh, not a lot Did of you news enjoy? going on. I enjoyed it very yeah. much. Yeah. I'm going I'm to finish it up. Um, and the- and it's actually so well made that even that wrapper issue that wasn't the fault of the cigar it fixed, fixed itself. itself. There was nice. no 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 burn differential. Very nice. Uh, very limited, guys. So make sure to check it out as soon as you can. The Florida Las TS, 10th anniversary from my father. Um, make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. Check us out on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok facebook um and of course wherever you get your podcasts so enjoy enjoy super bowl weekend and as always keep them lit